Gemara Sukkah da Flamedala de Masechet ben Derekedet la Tzlachat Shemuel ben Yehudit Umishpato We begin today's daf on the Gimel Amud Bet Where the Mishnah on the bottom of the Amud Matnitin Arava Gezula So if you have an Arava That's one of the four species Stolen Yevesha Dry Pesula Shel Asherat Made from a, from a tree That they worshipped at Fa'abod Azarav Shel Irani Dachat It's a city that the majority of its inhabitants worshipped Abu Dazara, you have to burn the city. Pesula, the Pesula needs over here. Well, Gizula, we know, Kahtem Lachem. Yevesha, it's not Hadar. Asherah and Iranidahat, it's Omed Lisaref. It's supposed to be burnt, and anything that's Omed to be burnt, Kesaruf Tameh, therefore, Katutem Mechtat Shi'ure. Does not have a Shi'ur. Niktam Rosha, the top of the Arava was clipped off. Nifritsu aleh, or the leaves fell off. Vasafsafa. We'll see what safsafa is a different type of arava. Pisula. Kimusha. Kimusha is if it's just the wilting. Vishinashru miksat aleha. And some of the leaves fell off. Vishil baal. Baal is a field that uh, can sustain itself on the rain and does not need irrigation. So the deen is in these cases, Keshira. And she over here comes and tells us, Why does the Mishnah over here have to tell us four separate Mishnayot? One for Lulab, one for Hadas, Araba, and Amud Bet, we're going to learn an Etrog. Basically repeating the same thing four times. Lulab, Gazul, Vayavesh. Hadas, so he says that because each one has a Hiddush that the other species do not have. So they wrote each separate Mishnah for the Hiddush in it. For example, by Lulav, we mentioned Sineh Harabarzel, those special Lulavim that grow in Harabarzel, the short ones, which is an exclusive item to Lulav. By Hadas, we learned about the berries, the Anavim, that's exclusive to. Hadas. By Arava, we're mentioning now the Safsafa. That's a special, unique type of Arava, that's Pesula. And by Etrog, we're going to learn the Deen of Orla. Because uh, Etrog is a fruit. So therefore, each item has its own <coughs> unique features. So therefore, each uh, one was written in its own Mishnah. Uh, why would I think that if you have a field that sustains itself on water, meaning rainwater, because that's tehabal. Why would I think that uh, such hada, the, such araba would be pasul? That I need a mishnah to come and tell me that it's kishira, because it says in the pasuk arve nahal. So I would have thought that stavka where it gets irrigation from the nahal. Kamashvala, no, that's just the normal way where these things grow. But in the Khanami, if you can get an araba from a another type of field that gets irrigation from the limtada shamaim tishtemaim. So therefore, it's also going to be Keshira. Gemara begins. Tanu Rabbanan. Arbe Nahal. That's the Pasuk that's using to learn Araba. Hagidilim ala Nahal. Where do they grow? They grow by the water. Davar Acher. Arbe Nahal. Sha'ale Shela Mashuch Ke Nahal. It's not giving you where they grow, but it's giving you how they grow. The shape. They're long, like a long uh, river. Tanya idach arbe nahal enli ela arbe nahal. I only know aravot that grow by the water. Shel ba'av. What about the field that sustains itself on rainwater? Veshel harim. Or you have the aravot that grows on the mountains. Minayin. After all, that does not grow by the nahal. Tamud omar arbe nahal. Arbe is lashon rabim. So arbe comes and tells me mikol makom. All aravot are going to be okay. So long as they have the features of Araba, it doesn't matter where they get their uh, rain source or water source from, whether it's from a Nahal, whether it's from a uh, rainwater, whether it's from the drop-off of the, uh, of the mountains. Abbas Shaul Omer, Arbe Shetayim. The fact that it says Arbe, Arbe comes and teaches us that you need two Aravot to do the mitzvah. Ahat la Lula, Bahat la Mikdash. Two separate mitzvot. One Arava mitzvah is to sh- connect it to the Lulab. That we know, that's what we're talking about. And then we're going to learn in the last Perek 
that there was a mitzvah on the holiday to take special aravot and walk around the mizbeach. That's called the arava of the mikdash. So the arve nahal, two mitzvot that you do with the arava, one for you to love and one for the mikdash. Let's read the top Rashi. Abba Shaul Omer. So you see, according to Abba Shaul, he has no source to come and teach me that other Aravot are going to be Kishirot. <coughs> he doesn't learn Arbe Nachal Mikol Makom. He learns Arbe is to come and teach me two types of Arava. The Gebara says, Verabanan Lamikdash. Minale, with the rabbis that learned Arabic to come and teach me different types of Arava, doesn't matter where they grow. Where does he learn the Arava of the Megdash? Helcheta gemiri lehuvetzalakal Moshe Mishinai. The Amar be aser, Amar be Yohanan. Aser netiot Arava benisuchamayim alakal Moshe Mishinai. There's three alakot that they always bunch together, and they say that these three are halakal Moshe Mishinai. Let's go to the easy one first. Araba, that's what we're talking about. That's the mitzvah and Sukkot to go around the mitzvah every day in the Beit HaMikdash with Araba. And we'll learn exactly how tall they have to be, what they said when they went around the mitzvah. But there's a special mitzvah of Araba in the Beit Nothing to do with Lulav. It's a separate mitzvah. How do you know, to, how do you know this? There's no Pasuk in the Torah that says you walk around the mitzvah with Araba. The second mitzvah is Nisuchamayim. Every day on Sukkot, on certain days on Sukkot, on every day at Sukkot, I'm sorry, during the Qurban Tamid Shel Shachar, besides pouring wine on the Mizbeah, they also pour water on the Mizbeah. I don't mean on the Mizbeah itself, but in the Shittim, in the holes on the side of the Mizbeah, where they normally pour the wine, there's a separate one over there where they pour water. It's called Nisuch Hamayim. It's not written in the Torah. It's Halakha and Moshe The third one is Halakha that applies to the Shemitah, that she's going to give us the whole Kedush of it. Let's just speak it out outside quickly, just so we have an easier flow when we read the Rashi. So we know this year is a Shemitah year, so it's Nogaya. Shemitah starts, uh, of course, on, let's say, Rosh Hashanah of the, uh, of the Shemitah year. However, the says that already 30 days before, which is now in Rosh Hashanah, uh, let's say, already one has to uh, stop uh, uh, plowing and planting uh, fields over here before the Shemitah. The Chamim made a uh, rule of or the Torah says, Erev Shemitah they learned that it doesn't start on Shemitah itself, but it starts 30 days before. However, in certain cases where the Chamim were concerned about Hefzed, where if you're not going to plant and plow it'll cause Hefzed to the field so they allowed plowing and irrigating uh, the field. And uh, the heter was specifically for Esed Neti'ot. Esed Neti'ot is 10 trees that are planted in uh, 2,500 square amma, 50 by 50, and they're equidistant from each other. And they, there's a Kabbalah, Lachem Hashem Sinai, that we have 10 trees that are in this type of field, they're your neck from the whole field. So therefore, you're allowed, to pl- you're allowed to water and irrigate and plow not only next to the fields, them- next to the trees themselves, but you're allowed to irrigate and plow the whole field itself because, again, it benefits and it nurtures from the, from the whole field. So that's the law of Esentur. But that's the basic general rule. Now let's read Rashi. Rashi's going to give us all the necessary information. Let's begin. Bechavot, we're reading Halacha Moshe Messinai. Elu, she just bothered. Why did you put these three together? Can it end? They were asked at the same time, so therefore they bunched them together. Another three. Why those three? Shi'urim, Hatzitzim, Mechitzim. Because they were asked, and they bunched them together. Shem'an ha-shomaya v'sedan kaseh v'shem'an. V'chem b'chom makom. Eser neti'ot. Mishnah hi b'seder zera'im. Eser neti'ot ha-metuzarot v'toch b'tze'ah. B'tze'ah is 50 by 50 amma. She'en benzu l'zu ela kema she'yesh benzu l'habirta. They're equidistant from each other. The ten trees. V'tafsu b'tze'ah she'hu nun amma ad nun amma. There you go. So what do you do? What's the hadoot that you can do with these essence? If you have a field like that, what do you do with it? 
חורשין כל בית שאה בשפילן ערב שביעית עד ראש השנה. חזק רבה, איזה ראש השנה בא You're able to go all the way up until ראש השנה and plow the field. Oh, even though we learned that what is the mitzvah to be mosif kedushat shviit mechol al hakodesh, to be mosif Shabbat, shemitah is also called the Shabbat, and therefore the mitzvah of Tosefet. And when is Tosefet? ויגאו,שלושים plow and irrigate them until already 30 days before, Esenetiot is the exception. Why? Because we have a tradition that if you're not going to plant this, uh, plant this field, they're going to dry up and you're going to have Efset. Uh, what's Allah Hamashu teaching you? That in this 2500 square Amah, well, it's going to what? Your neck, the whole field is needed to sustain the, so you don't have to only plow next to the trees. You can plow the whole field, because the trees need the entire field to be nurtured. That's say you have 10, but they're not equidistant to each other, or you have less than 10. So then the rule is, so I guess you do one-tenth, which means, let's say, it's uh, 2,500 square amah. <coughs> so therefore, what? 250 to each tree. That's it. You can't do the whole field. You can only do one-tenth of the shiur of the field to each around the tree. But you cannot do the whole area because you don't have the rule of S and the T.O. So one would be like... 250. The young saplings. However, what about ten old trees? She's going into Elchot Shemitah for a bit. What about ten zekenot? That's not, that's not the law of Esen Etiot. Esen Etiot are young trees that need a lot of nurturing. But zekenot... Right, there's no heter. It's back to the regular Torah law. Ten zekenot and 2,500 square amah. He's still got the, the regular rule. No, no, no plowing. Okay, that's a ma'alok. Is it a halakha ma'ashim shinai by zekenot, or is it a pasuk? That's a ma'alok at tanai. Chachamim asu siyag ha-Torah ve'asru b'steh ha-laba me-pesach ha-elach. Now the rabbis came along and said that even though the Torah says you can't plant, you can't plow 30 days before, they took like a wheat field and they already were osed it from Pesach. That's a siyag la-Torah. The Torah doesn't mention anything about Pesach. Torah says 30 days before. But they already pre-empted it back to Pesach. And when it comes to trees, old trees, they took it to Shavuot. What's, what's the principle over here? Why do they bring one thing to, to Pesach? Because they have a tradition that once already you start to work on these things, the benefit is going to be for the next year. So once already the benefit is going to be for the next year, they stop you at that point. So for wheat, the benefit plowing will be, from Pesach will benefit already in Shemitah, after Shemitah, and the same thing with Zekinot. Right, they're just saying that when it comes to old trees, old trees are not like uh, wheat. They're in your neck more. And therefore, you're able to be lenient to plow them until a later time, meaning until Shavuot. Whereas Sedei uh, Laban, which is a, they call it, they call the wheat field Sedei Laban, which when you look at it from on top, it looks like it's all white, because the top of the wheat is white, so it goes Sedei Laban, they're more machmir. But as you said above that the Zekinim, we have for 30 days. That was Torah. That's Minat Torah. And then with Rabbanan, you go back to Shavuot. Okay, very good. Right, Arabah of the Mikdash, we know that. 
בניסוח המים, לתלמידים של שחר שבעת ימי החג. כדאמינא לכמה מפלת עולה בערבה, והאתה מפרש כסעד מנסחין בין מים בין יין. The Gemara, the question, according to the banan, they use Arbenahal to teach me Aravot mikol makom. So how do they know there's Arava b'mikdash? And the Gemara answered, it's one of the halakha of Moshe Messina. It's Tanur banan. Arbenahal, agidelot ananahal. It's only Aravot that grow by the river. Pirat, the safsafa, agidela b'nearim. As opposed to the safsafa, Arava that grows by the mountain. Amar b'zera, me'ekira'a. How do you know that Safsafa is not considered Arava? Rabbi Pasuk in Yehazkel. Kah al-mayim rabim, Safsafa samo. So the Pasuk is saying like this. I wanted the Jewish people to be like Aravot, that are grown by the water. And what did they do instead? They put themselves like Safsafa. Instead of making themselves like Arava that grows by the water, they put themselves like the Arava that grows in the, in the, in the Harim, which is called... ספספפספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספספ
Amar Abaye, Kitanyai, that which we said uh, regarding the Braita, is put by Hilfa Gila. It's a certain type of Araba called Hilfa Gila, that even though the edges are the middle Magal, it's going to be, uh, uh, it's going to be okay. Now, normally, Araba does not have ridges at all, but there's one type of Araba that's Keshira has ridges, which is that one called Hilfa Gila. However, when Safsafa, that one is no good. Amar Abaye, Shma'mina, what do you learn from this? Hai Khalfagi, la kashelo sha'ana. Obviously, we're saying it's kashel for the Oshana, for the mitzvah. What do you mean? Pshita, of course, we just said it. No, ma'od de tema, o'id ve'itle shem levai lorit kashel, kamash ma'lan. Which means, it has a nickname. It's not called Khalfa, which is, is Arabah, it's called Khalfagila. So if I would have thought this is a nickname, it's not Arabah. So the Gemara says, kamash ma'lan, that it's still okay. No, maybe in the Khanami. Maybe because it has a nickname, it's not called Araba. When it says Arabah, includes many types of Arabot, even Halfagila, even Arabot that are not uh, just called Araba. Amar of Hasta. She says something about over here, just the shape of these ridges for a second. I guess we should read that. Read Rashi over here. It's two lines before they get white. Uh, so when it comes to a magal, magal, all the ridges are tilted one direction. They're all going one direction to the direction of the betyat where the handle is. Right, and the other one, Magal, is more like a knife. They're just going up, like uh, straight ridges, like uh, uh, that uh, go up. Okay, now back to the Gemara. Amar of Hasda, Hani Tlat Mile Ishtane Shemayu, Michi Harabet HaMikdash. So the Gemara is saying over here that there's three different items that the terminology changed from the time of the Qurban Bet HaMikdash. So now it's important to know what the new terminology is and what it represents. The governor will give us nafkaminot, that you have to know these words change. Let's go to the first one. Halafta arafta, which means, used to be called halafta, which was safsafa. That was called halafta, was safsafa. And now it's called arafta. Arafta halafta. And what was called Arafta is now called Halafta, which means basically those words are switched around. So, my Nafkamina, what's, what's Nafkamina? Nafkamina is Lilulav, which means you're not Yotse with Halafta today. Because Halafta originally was called what? Halafta was originally called Safsafa. Now, now it's called Arafta, so you have to know when you buy uh, your uh, Lulav and Etrog set, you have to know what the terminology they're using. Because if you use the, the wrong terminology, they're going to give you Safsafa. So you have to know exactly today, what do they call Halafta, and what do they call, uh, 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 what's the two words? Halafta and Arafta. Read Rashi. Hilfa Arafta, lav haynu hilfa gila, ila Safsafa. Beauty. So if a guy goes to me Araba, today, what are they going to give him? Safsafa. So therefore you got to use the other word. So that's you have to know. Enough coming up between the two words. Today, in the olden days, if you said Halfa, right, that's the word? Halafta, they would give you Safsafa. And if you said Araba, they give you Araba. But today, if you're going to come along and say, give me Araba, oh, they weren't changed. So we have to know that. That's the first enough coming up. Shipura Hasusurta. Hasusurta Shipura. Oh, so in the olden days, Shipura is a shofar. There you go. There you got shofar now in the Daphne. So you got shofar also. What more do you want? You got shofar, you got Rosh Hashanah, you got 30 days before. Ashkenazim blow shofar today. Thank you. Shipura Hasusurta. It doesn't say Ashkenazim on the Daphne. Hasusurta. Hasusurta is what? That's referring to Hasusata Shipura. So therefore Shofar is Shofar and Hasusata is like a trumpet. But now it's switched. Now Shofar they refer to as Hasusata. Mainaf Kamina Shofar Shiroshana. 
If you tell the guy, bring me uh, the, uh, the shofar, today he's going to bring you the chatsosrot. You're not going to be yotzeh. So you have to know exactly that it changed in order to be yotzeh with the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. There you go on that. The shofar shil Rosh Hashanah. Pitorta. This is the most subtle hint if you were here for yesterday's show. Pitorta and Pitora. These are different types of tables. One's Pitorta, one's a big table, one's a small table. Pitora, Pitorta. So they switched. Mayanaf came in. What do you care? Table's a table. They make a homemka. You have to know if you're going to buy something. If you tell the guy, and I ordered a Pitorta, and that's the big table, they gave you the small one. So you take up the betin, and that's not what I ordered. That's what you'd ordered. You have to know exactly to make a home card so when you buy the right thing, otherwise the guy will take it to betin, but you'll say you ordered the small you ordered the big one. He says, No, that's where we say the small one. So therefore, the not coming out there, make a home This this nafkamina should work with everything, right? Okay. We find better enough coming out. That's a this is automatic enough coming out. Amara Baye, Apani Omer, Bekasehovlila. Ovlila bekase. The mind of Kamina, the Mahatanimsa, the Obe betekoso. All right, let's just review this Holin stuff. So, when the, when the animal eats, so it goes through different processes in order to make, uh, in order to make the uh, digestion. First, it goes through the keres, which is the stomach. And then it goes to what's called betekoso, and then the himses, and then the keva. The animal chews the food very quickly. Uh, the first time we're talking about over there, swallows it. It goes down the veshit, into the kebah, into the keres. Over there, it has a digestion. After that, it goes into beta kosot, which is the second stomach. It has like kosot, like cups. And the food becomes decompartment, uh, compartmentalized in different compartments, like little balls. And then what happens? The food comes back up uh, to the animal, and he chews it again a second time, these little pellets, we'll call them like, and then what? It goes back uh, down again. And uh, it goes down to the keris again, to the beta kusot, and then it goes to the second, uh, uh, the third hemses, uh, 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 which is uh, another stomach, which takes out all the, the juice from it, and then the final digestion is the keva which sends it to the rest of the body. Now, we're discussing over here a uh, mahat, a needle that was found in one of the stomachs over here. So, the uh, beta kosot is very thick. So, even though you see a needle going through it, it does not automatically mean that it went all the way through until you see it went all the way through. You could assume that if you see a needle and you see it only went uh, partially through, you take out the needle and it's still because it's very thick to walls of the beta kosot, whereas the himses is very, uh, very thin. And therefore, when there's a needle, you have to assume it pierced the whole thing. I, even though it's closed, maybe you just uh, covered it up. But therefore, so now, now, let's go back to our terminologies. She's had two different ways of referring to the himses and the bekosot. Now, you, you have to know exactly the terminology, because if you come to ask a rabbi a question, hey, there was a needle in the hemses, but there's a needle in the beta kosot, there's enough kaminan, how you answer? So the governor comes along and says, which is the beta kosot, and hoblila, hoblila is the hemses, hoblila bekaseh, they switched it. You come to the rabbi, say, rabbi, I found a, 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 a needle in beta kosot. Well, today beta kosot is called hemses, and therefore, what's going to be pasul? Or tar terefa? So that we have to know exactly the terminology. Nafkamina, the inyan, this law. Let's just read the Rashi on these over here. Afani Omer. Afani Omer. Afani yesh biyadi odechad shenet halef shema. Hublila. Peta kosot. Sof hakeres shikorim panza vehu asui kekoba ukekos. Vedofno sabilo abak shte defanot. Right, stick. That's the, the peta kosot is stick. Like two, two walls. Betanya Holin, Maha Chenem said, Be obey beta kosot, Misad ehat, Hobabe obyo, Beloni Kabneke Mepulash, Kashet, Kashet, Shaobi, Sotmo, Umegen, Mishenese Dadin. It's not going to go through because it's very thick, so it's, it's going to protect it from going through. Shaneke Mepulash Terefa. Ah, Mepulash Terefa. Ube Otoshe Korin Aksha beta kosot, and he looked like she, Mepeneshe Dofno Dak, who had a gilded or two pila. What would you call him, sis? 
אמר אבא, בר יוסף, אבל אני אומר, אביגל אדוואן, בבל בורסיף, בורסיף בבל, which means, originally they were called it בבל, now they call it בורסיף, and they switch to the ground. What's the Afkamina, Babel or Bursif? Afkamina, Nigitel, Hashim. So Hashim gives us a whole sugya of the Bet in Masechet Titi. What's the Afkamina, Hashim? The Kaimala. The Kaimala, and Hamebi get Mechutza La'aretz. Let's just review the case. A guy brings a get from Chutza La'aretz. And he brings it to Eris Yisrael. Now, the get has witnesses on it. Now let's say somebody comes along one day and questions the veracity of the witnesses. So we need other witnesses who know the signatures of the witnesses that can be mekayim, the signatures. The only problem is we're in Eretz Yisrael now. This get was given in Bavel. So how are we going to be mekayim, the witnesses? So Rabbi's made a takana, that the shaliyah that brings the get has to say, Bifanai nechtav, Bifanai nechtam, which basically verifies the kosher of the witnesses. Therefore, the get becomes mekuyam. Furthermore, the rabbis were concerned that in Hustaris and Bavir specifically, that they weren't uh, in Hustaris, I take that back. In Hustaris, not Bavir. In Hustaris, they were concerned that they're not became the Shema. They don't know the rules of writing a get, the Shema Ish, but the Shema Isha. Which means you can't just write a get stam. You have to write it the Shema, the one that's giving it, the one that's receiving it. So therefore, how do you verify that it was written the Shema? The Shaliyah would say, the Shema. And therefore, that would be okay. That's a regular law of a get that's uh, 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 sent from Chutz La'aris to Eretz Yisrael. Bavel, however, is different. Because Bavel, first of all, they knew the law of the Shema. Because it was Yeshivot in Bavel. So in Bavel, they became the Shema. And Shayerot Metsuyot. People are always going back from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, it would be easy to become the, uh, the, the Shtar. Because people say, oh, I know the signature. There's always people back and forth, especially Oled Galim, back and forth from Bavir to Israel, go to Yerushalayim, etc. So therefore, now, Bursif was in Hutzla Aris. Bavir is Bavir. So now you have to know where exactly these two locations are. Because if now Bursif is Bavir, you don't have to say Bifanay Nechtam, Bifanay Nechtam. But the opposite, you would have to say. Bavir, for example, in Hutzla Aris. So therefore, you have to know exactly the terminologies when they say, oh, where are you coming from? I'm coming from Bavir. I don't know, Bavir is Bursif. You have to say, or vice versa, where are you coming from? Bursif. Ah, Bursif, Bursif is Bavir. But you don't have to say. However, again, in Eretz Israel proper, there was no deen of Bifanay Nechtab, or Bifanay Nechtab at all. Let's read the Lashina in reviews. Hamebi get. Hamebi get mechutza la'aret sarich shiyomar b'fanai nechtab u'b'fanai nechtam. Two reasons. Im yishum de'en mesuyin kayemo v'im yishum de'en b'kiin neshma. V'hamebi me'eres Yisrael eno sarich l'fi shebikiin neshma ve'oleh regali mesuyin ha'kir hatimat edin kayemo v'amir ha'tam v'abel ke'eres Yisrael v'zikin. Allah Hu Baruch. V'abel like Israel. We don't have to say b'fanai nechtam b'fanai nechtam. L'fi shehen b'nei Torah u'b'kiin neshma. Right, Bursif is next to Bavir, it's not considered like Bavir. An empty pit. That's what Bursif is, an empty pit, because that's the people over there. They named it after the people's uh, IQ. Interesting. Even if two of the Hadassim are clipped. Behad enokatum. I understand. You just told me you need three. And now you're telling me, even if two of them are clipped, which you know clipped Hadass is Pasul. So you don't need three. So you need one. So what do you tell me you need three for? So we're going to discuss this Shita of Rabbi Yishmael. Unbelievable. Even if three of them are katum, it's okay. Rabbi Akiva Omer, 
Kakadas Echad, Maraba Echad. Rabbi Akiva says one each. One Hadas, one Araba, one Lulav, one Etrog. Finish. Now Gemara begins. Tanya, Rabbi Ishmael Omer. Peri Etz Hadar Achat. Okay, Peri Etz Hadar Achat. One, one Etrog. Kapot Temanim Echad. Anaf Etz Avot. Shiloshakos. Three words. Anaf Etz Avot. Arbe Nahal. Arbe is plural. Shetayim. Now, how does he know that Peri Etz Hadar is one? Because Kapot Temanim is one. So let's read the Rashi. Kapot Temanim Echad. Mashwa. The Kapat Ketiv. Because the, it's missing the Vav. Anaf. Had, it's had, about had. Right, enough, it's about that teaches you three for the Arabot. And then he says that even if two out of the three had the Sima Ketumim, it's going to be Kashir. So the Gibbara comes along and says, I'm the Biakiva Omer, Biakiva, I'm sorry, the Bitafon Omer, Shelosha, Vafil Shelostan, Ketumim, if three of them are clipped. The Biakiva Omer, Keshem, Shelulab, Echad. Ve'etrog echad, kach hadas echad, varaba achat. He says everything is what? One. Amru lo, amar lo rabbi li'ezeh, yachol ye'etrog imahem ba'aguda, achat. Do you tie the etrog with the other three species? Amar, v'chi ne'emar, peri etzadar, v'cha potemarim. It does not put a vav after the etrog to say, it's a kapot, implying that what? That you bunch them together. kapot, which means it says priya sadam. Separate. Kapot marim ve anaf esamot ve arbenahal. Implying what? That the lulav goes with the hadas and arava, and the etrog is separate. How do we know it's either all or nothing? Which means either you have all four items. Or it doesn't, you're not Yotzeh, because it has to be the Kihatam, has to be one complete uh, taking. Tamud Amar ul kahtem. Like it says, vila kahtam. That watch it there, the Kihatam, it has to be a complete taking, which means all or nothing. You have to have all four. Guy can say, well, it's definitely love. I'm not taking love. Do, do, do what you can do. No. It's all considered one, one, uh, one mitzvah. Yabarakaz lo gazel verbi Ishmael, manaf shecha. The Bishmael says, I don't understand. If the Bishmael says you need to be Hadassim to be Shalemim, so that all have to be Shalemim. Because a second ago, the second lady tells me what? Even if two of them are clipped. So therefore, what? Obviously, you hold that what? Clipped, you know, is okay. So I feel had Nameh. So therefore, even one should be okay. Read Rashi. Rashi says, Rabbi Ishmael. Either all three should be not clipped, or all three should be kosher clipped, because obviously your clipped is okay. So therefore, if clipped is not a problem of hadar, so let all three. I hold it is a problem. So therefore, all three should be shalem. What's this opinion? Amar bira'a, Amar bi Amar bi Ameh, Hazar bora bi Ishmael. Rabbi Ishmael retracted Rashi. Amar bira'a Shem Chacham, Hazar bora bi Ishmael metechilat barav umachshad bechad umihu hadar ba'ayat. Right, he holds all you need is one hadas unclipped. So he was Hosea from what that we said three. You don't need three. You need one hadas so long as it is shanev. Yavara comes along and says, Amar Rabbi, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Shemuel, Halakha Kerebi Tarfon. Now what time now we get to the biggest Hadush in the Daf today? Halakha Kerebi Tarfon. That what? A clipped Hadas is okay. Now don't ask me what a clipped Hadas is. That's a big mahluk in the Monks of Rishonim. That's a big mahluk in the Monks of Rishonim what a clipped Hadas is. But put that on the side, we'll have to open up Shulchan Aruch and see how he learns. Is it the top of the hadas that's clip? Or maybe we're talking about a hadas that has branches that are coming out of the side and you clip those? That's a different question. However, the maran is going to hold like we learned yesterday. It's the top of the hadas that's clipped. And what? 
If you hold like Nabi Tarfon, a clipped hadas is going to be kashir. The Ramah is going to say that we should be hoshesh to the la'avad that learns differently, that he learns that if it's clipped on the top, everybody is posel. Therefore, the Ramah will tell you you should be ma'amid not to get a clipped hadas to hoshesh to the shita of the la'avad. But from Maram, clipped hadas of Allah Nabi Tarfon is kashirah. Right? It doesn't, that, 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 that doesn't take it away from Hadar. That doesn't take it away from Hadar. But as the Shemuel Ta'ame, the Amar Nehu Shemuel Nehu de Mezabne Asa. Meaning Asa. Another remis. For those that were selling the uh, Asa, is the uh, Ezra, what's Asa? That's <laughs> Hadas. For those that were selling Asa, Ashvu Vizabinu. So what were they doing? They were, they, were, they were hiking up the prices. Right. So what they were doing over here is, they were saying, you better, you better make the fair price. They were gouging. So the rabbi told them, you better make the price equal, fair. What the rabbi said will do. I'm going to make an announcement in the synagogue that the halakha is like the bitarfon. And therefore what? You can use clip tadasim. So therefore, Pachata business. Because you can find Klipta Dasim anyway. This guy was selling nice Dasim, Shalim. But they were charging a lot of money. The people don't know the halakha. I'm going to announce. Now, obviously, he wasn't lying. The rabbi is going to make halakha Klipta if the halakha is not like the bitarfon. Now, my ta'ama, ilima mishum demekel, if the reason why you're going to say the halakha is like the bitarfon, because you want to pick the most kula shita, wait, velidrosh kuk rabi akiba, demekel tefeh. What do you mean? Let, let him say that Allah is like Rabbi Akiva because he says you just need one. So at, at this point, the Gemara is assuming that one shalem is more kula than three clipped because you still need three. If you wanted to put this guy out of business, you should have a All you need is one. Third. So the Gemara says, Klata Had velo katum lo It's easier to find three clipped than one not. And therefore, the, it was the bigger kula to say, Three clips. You can find three clips. Three clips all over the place. So therefore, if they if they said one naklin, they still got to go to these guys because they need to find one shalim. But the point is, the rabbi would not have said that I'm going to announce the lekazah to be tarfon if he didn't believe the lekazah to be tarfon. Therefore, from there we see that the lekazah to be tarfon that she ashvu bezabinu mechru b'shave ve'at ha'alu adimehem epenesh mebakshim mekem shloshah dasin shlemim. Sure, not like today. Huh. But, which, which means everybody's coming. I want three hadasim, and I want them to be shidemim, and I want them to be hasun ish. Okay, pay the price. So the rabbi came and said, hey, "Don't be a wise guy. Don't don't gouge them. Otherwise, I make the announcement. You don't need shidemim. You don't need nothing. And then the people uh, will uh, you'll be out of business." Good. And like we said, Shulchanaruch writes uh, that uh, and really, Hadas Ketumas Keshira, but the Ramah we said, Tov Lahmi, like the other opinion. So there's no issue of Hadad by the Hadasim, it's really just no, a question. Either that or the whole that, that doesn't take away from the Hadad of the Hadas. The she, the she seems to say, the law by Rabbi Tafon, the law by a Hadad by Hadas. She's saying you don't need Hadas. You don't need it. From the she, it's clear that you don't need Hadad. You're right. Okay, one more time, Niti. Etrog Gazul Vayavesh Pasu. Okay, okay, etrog. If it's gazul, basul. Yavesh, clearly by the etrog you need hadar. But it's hadar. If it's dry, it's not hadar. Shel ashirah, vishel nidahad. These things are omed lesrefa, and therefore does not have a shi'ur. Once you have to burn it, basul. Shel orla. Now, orla, what's the problem? Orla is the first three years of the tree, the fruit tree. And the first three years of the tree, it's asud bahana'ah. So what? Mitzvot, lav lehanot nitanu. So we'll have to wait for the Gemara. The Gemara basically is going to give us a klal that for a trog to be kasher has to be edible. And since you cannot eat the etrog, because it's Allah, so therefore it's not suitable for the mitzvah. But wait, the Gemara will tell us. You show me what Allah looks like? <laughs> yeah, like the tree in the three third year? <laughs> no, I thought you showed me a picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You have a picture of it? Is that the second year tree or third year tree? I can't tell. Lebanon, Allah, tree. Shet, Rumah, Temea, Pasu. Mazet, Rumah, Temea. Rumah, Temea, 
I guess you have to say it's it's drabanan, not teruma by etrogim. I'm drabanan. By minatorah is only teruma by the three items. But nonetheless, let's say the etrog was teruma, the kohen has it, but it became teme'a. Also, you cannot use it. We'll have to see why. Shel teruma tehora lo yitol. But if it's teruma tehora, the chetachidah don't take it. Vim natal kasher. Again, we'll have to see why. Shel demai. Demai is a tetogiyah from our ma'aris. Sefek if he took the ma'asrot on it. Bechamai postim betel makshirim. It's ma'alog bechamai betelim. Finally, shel ma'asir sheni birushalayim lo yitol vim natal kasher. Ma'asir sheni, which is what? Food stuff that you take up to Yerushalayim and eat. So if in Yeru, even if you're in Yerushalayim, which is the place to eat Masin Sheni, but if you took it with the Abad, Now we get to the nitty gritty of what the uh, uh, Etrog looks like. Just to get review what an Etrog is, Rabotai. Etrog has a few layers. The outside layer, the very thin layer, little shiny layer. Uh, that's like uh, the... Uh, 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 wax on the outside of the atom. It's a thin, thin layer. Then you have the regular skin, which is the yellow, we call it, or the green, the regular part that you see. And then underneath it, you have the flesh of the atom, which is the white, which is underneath. So now we're going to talk about different blemishes that are found on the different layers of the atom. So now the Gebbe Mishnah says, Alta Hazazit al Rubo. Hazazit? Hazazit is like Boils or freckles or spots. So alta hazazit. Now where are these hazazit on the outer layer of the etrog? Uh, we have a rashi over here. Kemin says kemin ba'abuot da'kot. Right, ba'abuot like the boils or pimples. And that's on what the Gemara is saying al rubo on the majority. Then it says nitela pitmato. Okay, what's the pitom? That's the top. Uh, pitom is like the uh, the stem on top came off. Niklaf. Niklaf is if some of the outer shell of the etrog peeled. That's the outer shell. Even the outer shell is the top, top part of the etrog. Nizdak. What does nizdak mean? If the etrog split, we'll see what that means in a second. Nikab. Well, there's a hole in the etrog. Behaser kolchiru. And as a result of the whole, the etrog is diminished. Exactly. So the law is Alta <laughs> If these boils came on the minority of the etrog, natal uksor, the moment is the bottom of the etrog. That I guess we would call the, uh, I call the top part, I guess the bottom should be the stem. And the top is really called the, the piton. It's a different word. But the bottom is the okets. If that okets came out, it's okay. Nikab velo hasir koshu. Let's say there's a hole, but the hole did not diminish from the etrog itself. Kasher. Etrog akushi. Pasul. Okay, you have to be careful. Etrog akushi is a black uh, etrog. So therefore, it's going to be pasul. Vayaroke karti. If it's green, like karti, bimeir machir vidaposer. Shi'un etrog, the minimum size of an etrog, we learned this malokan already. Hakatan, the bimi iromel ke egos, the size of a nut. The biuda omel kabetza. Ubegadol kadish yuhal shnaim biyado. And the Tanakama says, what? The Rabbi Yehuda says, you have to be able to hold at least two in one hand. Do you remember the reason why we said? Because we're worried that you might have to switch hands. Because you have to put the lulav in the right hand and the etrog in the left. If you have them in the wrong hand, you're going to have to. Ultimately, carry the eleven dog temporarily in one hand before you make the switcheroo. And uh, if it's going to be too big, it'll fall and it'll break. And therefore, you have to be able to carry two in one hand. That's the biggest it goes. Even a bigger throw. Even if you can only carry one, it takes two hands to carry it. It's not koshesh to the switching of the hands. Now let's read the Rashi on this Mishnah. Shel Orla, the Shel Right, 
התלבטתם אותו, ראש אתרוג, ראש אתרוג, מפי רבנו יעקב ודוגמתו הפטמה של רימון. אחי גרסינן, נקלף, נסתח, ניקה וחסר כושר פסול, ניקה וחסר כושר חד המרתעי. תהילו ניקב ולא חסד, שתאכל בו מחט והוציאה כשר, כתקטני שפה. ניטל אוקסו, זה נבוא כמו באוקסטנים, הכושי שבא מארץ כוש ושחור הוא. קראתי כדשים פורי, ובגדול שלא יהיה גדול יותר מדי. Beautiful view. Amen.